So I was making my bed today and folding up the top cover onto four corners of the bed and realized I had to put that other white part underneath and right underneath the corner and make sure it sticks. And of course, the other end always pops up when you're right at the near point of being done. You have to run over to it and then the point on the other end runs up and it seems to be a self-defeating process. It made me sit down and think about the four corners of civilization. When you love mythology, these sort of connections uh, cannot be missed. What do I mean by the four corners of civilization? So there are four points to any society. You'll find these four points canvassed in all stories that you see, hear, or read. And those four points are the king and the queen, with a line between them. These two heroic and mythological figures enjoy a holy marriage that then gives the result of a son and daughter, the bottom two points of the square, who serve as the reflection of either grace exhibited by the king and queen's holy marriage or of tyranny exhibited by the king and queen's holy marriage. If you take these four points of the square and pull them out with as many psychological, sociological, and economic differences as possible, you get the four corners of the world. You get a globe that encompasses all of possible human history. But I want to drop down today to the idea of the sun, that little lower left quadrant point of the square. There are two sides of the coin of human potential, the fool and the hero. Now, these can be broken down. On the left, the fool, think of it as the novel character. To the right, the hero, Think of it as the actor on the world stage. We can break this down further. So under the novel, we have layman's terms, things we hear on social media all the time. Oh, that person is weird. Oh, that topic is strange. This whole discussion is off the beaten path. Things like that. Then on the right, under the actor on the world stage, you get... Concepts like the true, um, states of description like the normal, or corp public realities like the corporation. Today, to give a little meat on the bone, I want to pluck a character from Russian folklore, Ivan the Fool. Ivan is the youngest son of a peasant family. He was physically squirrely, intellectually Jurassic, but mysteriously wonderful, and has left his fingerprints all over the encyclopedia of Russian folklore. He failed nearly everything he did, but somehow, through a series of coincidences you might call luck, became an overcomer every single challenge. In fact, he defeated the dragon of his circumstance.
to become an archetype for heroes everywhere. He became, in essence, the model for underdogs everywhere. Tolstoy, a short story to his legacy, an entire branch of Russian wisdom belongs to Ivan the Fool. And I am here to ask, why? The answer might surprise you. Ivan the Fool became a legend because he knew he wasn't Ivan the Fool. Have I answered my question with a question? Just follow me on this one. Ivan, or whoever he was in history, sat there in his forest of sulky dreams, the bubbles popping from the marsh and the invisible fairies hung from a leaf, looking down on Ivan's sour face. He knew he was nothing, psychologically, socially, and historically. Ivan was the fool. But he also knew something else that would change everything in that doomed, damned forest. Forever. And that was the magic potion in the spring of his mind. Ivan the fool couldn't hear his father's voice in the silence of that water. Ivan understood his place in the universe. He was the mirror of human potential. In other words, of what could be and not what is. Of what should be and not what might be. So, Ivan the fool walked out of his time in the forest of buried dreams no longer the fool. For in that moment of incredible work, Ivan became the model for fools everywhere. That, my friends, is the incredible work a mythology can perform. No anecdote, no rumor, no gossip can compare to the power of mythology. So, what's your personal myth? What figure do you strike? Who are you, really? Why are you running, or chasing, or striving at all? Today was a short one. I'm working on a concept for the overall podcast called The College Runner. Not as someone who runs the circuit in, but runs the marathon out of an institution or structure that's been calcified and sets foot on the organic path of today and tomorrow and tomorrow. That concept is still very much, though, between my ears and not on the uh, internet yet. So bear with me as I uh, develop it further. Enjoy your afternoon today and think on Ivan the Fool. <laughs> Bye-bye.